shall we? Shall we dance? Yeah, let's go. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hello, everybody. We are scrubbing in. Hey, everyone. How's everyone doing? <laughs> this is weird for us. <laughs> this is weird so for weird. us. I'm in North Carolina, so I'm, I'm I'm doing this from my cell phone in a hotel and in North not, Carolina. And you're not in your room. You're near your room. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I just, wait, I just found a landline sitting by the elevator. Oh, great. Oh. Okay. Call us back. First of all, we'll this call is, you back. This is news yeah, to me that well, there how are. Y'all, how are y'all going to call me back? Oh, no, she has to call us. Can you call us? Yeah. Give her the, what's the yeah. number? I think I have it. Oh. Here, I'll put you on hold and, and Erica will take it from here. Okay, thanks. Okay. But we can't have you tell us about Dr. W until she's back on the phone, right? Or is she pretty up to speed? Uh, no, um, are you kidding? Becca's like way up to speed. But uh, it would be good to have her back because I love how she stopped by um, She stopped by my apartment before our date. To like check you out? Just, yeah, I kind of just like, you don't know, That's hype good. me up. That's good. That's good from her perspective, like how that works. The hype up process. Yeah. Did she change anything about your outfit or anything? Uh, no, I think she liked my outfit. Okay. And this was the second date. Second date, because date three has not happened yet. Correct. Last time we talked, you were going to go on two dates with this guy, but it turned into only one date. Yep. But you're not seeing that as a bad sign. You're not saying he canceled or you canceled. No, this is, I'm back. I'm back, by the way. Yeah. The landline didn't work, but I'm back. Oh, um, dang. Wait, okay, where so, did y'all talk? I'm upset y'all started this without me. No, 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 we didn't. We didn't start without you. I just said, because uh, we were going to, and I said, we should probably wait for Becca because her perspective is probably fun because you came by my apartment to kind of send me off on Thursday night. Yeah, I did. Tony asked me to do her hair. I was like, of course, I get there. She only had a wand, and <laughs> I don't know how to use a wand, so I really had to compromise and still like be able to work my magic but you look so cute and i posted a video and everyone looks like crazy over how cute you are i posted a video too of the gray's anatomy quote that you shared with me before you left and it Uh was amazing becca goes wait can you say it again me yeah i said i just want you to know that he is the lucky one and she is that. And then did I say he's not the son you are? You I said, felt like you like led me into it. Yeah, but it was a great anatomy it. moment. Yeah. But that's great. I like that. You should go into it knowing he's the lucky one. That is the mindset you should have going into a date. Yeah. Isn't it? I think well, so. Totally. Yeah. And I feel like Tanya's kind of been like, it's been like she's kind of waiting for him to make the moves. And it's like, no, like he should be dying to go out with you. So that's why I was like a quick reminder, like he's the lucky one here. So he is, he is not the son. The you are. He's not the son. You are. Yeah. And without going. And in, how did it go? Yeah. How did it go? You guys, it was so great. I, I'm. I've never. I don't want to say I've never. It's been a long time since I've had really easy conversation, easy connection. Just like it's almost effortless, but not. Does that make sense? Like mm-hmm. it's exciting because you're still getting to know. I'm still getting to know him. You know, I don't know all that there is, but I like what I see. I like what I hear. He's really transparent. He's really cool. He gets my job. Uh, he doesn't listen to the morning show or he says he oh, doesn't. Yeah, which is good, which is good. I appreciate that. Uh, but he gets that it's a part of my life and my job. And, and he 
understands he, and he trusts that I have enough, um, what's the word? Is it discernment for what to share, what not, yeah, what to share, what not to share. And, um, and, and he's just so hot and like easy (laughs) to look at. So there's that too. And funny, right? And so. We've seen some of that in the text. So funny. Like, and his banter is really good over text. He is really good over text. And I just like, I kind of just appreciate how it's just kind of easy. Mm-hmm. No red flag so far. No red flag so far. So date two is great. Date, date two is great. There, there was a kiss. There was a kiss. So that <laughs> happened. It was short and sweet. Left me wanting more. But how long do you think it was start to finish? I don't know. 30 seconds? seconds. Probably. 30 seconds. Probably. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a good kiss. Oh, I need like five minutes. Understood, but I'm saying. Right. Yeah, I think that's a substantial first kiss. Okay. Like, let's think about how long 30 seconds is right now. Okay, okay? start the timer. Right now. We started it. Okay. Okay. Kissing. Kissing. This is so hard. Kissing, 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 kissing. Here comes tongue. Come tongue. Is there okay. tongue? Oh, there's yeah. tongue. Hand. I feel like it was probably that. It was maybe like 20 seconds. That was not 20 seconds. It was 13 seconds. Okay. <laughs> it was really that quick? Okay, so it was 13 seconds. Maybe it was 30. I don't know. 30's not, we're, not, we're still not we're still 30. We're still at 30? Oh, jeez. <laughs> okay, that's 30 seconds. That is quite long. Okay, so was it less than 30 seconds? I don't know, because when you're in it, you're not counting. I'm not looking at my clock. I don't know. That's weird. You're not timing it on your phone. <laughs> I understand I'm, that, like, but... I'm like, hold on, Dr. W. Let me just hit, let me just see how long this lasts. You call him Dr. W. Yeah. Uh, but, but hand, where, hand on your, back of your head? Uh-huh, back of my head. Where's his Ooh, other Oh, that's passionate. Around my back, I think. Wait, his hand was on the back of your head? Yeah, well, is that not, that's normal. I feel like that's a passionate embrace. It is? Mark? I agree Someone with Becky, in? yes. I agree. That <laughs> is a passionate place. As opposed to what, no hands on anybody's parts? Well, he could keep so his like hands on, on your waist or your back. Waist, or like even like maybe the side of your neck or something, but like back of the head, that's like, come in, come yeah. in, and get me. And guess what? I came in. <laughs> Where were your hands? <laughs> um, On his back, I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so y'all were like fully just like embraced. <laughs> <laughs> this sounds like a very romantic kiss. It was a romantic thirteen second kiss. Yeah, it was. I really enjoyed it. I'm really looking forward okay, to the so, second one. So then, what happened? Uh, then we actually ran into one of my girlfriends, Mel, who was like on the street working in one of the random stores at like I think it was like 11 p.m. So it was closed, but that was actually really fun because it's like unintentionally meeting my friend, you know. So that was cool because she got to to meet him, and um, so we hung out in there for like a little bit, and then that was it. The night was over, and I went home and goodbye on to the next one. The next date, not the next time. On the next date, yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry, sorry, not the next time. And when is the next date? Uh, I'm going to see him this week, either tomorrow or Wednesday. And you don't know what? I don't know what we're doing, or but I mean, we probably just get dinner. It's great, right? Yeah. Everything's good? Yeah, Everything's I think good. it's great. He called me on Sunday, we just like chit-chatted, it's just like easy. Are we able to talk about Saturday or no? <laughs> Oh, we can, but, like, I don't really want to get in the weeds of it. 
Okay, well then let's not talk about it. Yeah, well, it basically just he had other plans that he forgot about, and I was pretty. It was a work thing, right? Yeah, and I was pretty breezy about it. I was like, yeah, no worries. I'm hanging out, going out with my friends. You were breezy about it, but did it bother you? And inside, were you concerned at all? Like, oh no, is he blowing me off? Is he lying to me? Is he telling the truth? Did no, that go through your head because it would go through mine. Never that he was lying to me. I don't feel like he's. Um, I really genuinely feel like like what you see is what you get with him. Like he's just been very like communicative. Um, I don't like I, I don't like people. I don't like having plans and then bailing. But I mean, whatever. Yeah, I was when she was telling me about it. I always bail, and I'm not proud of it, but it is what it is. And so that kind of stuff doesn't bother me since I do it. Like if something else comes up, it's just like oh, like I didn't know. But I like that in the text. He was like already making plans again. It wasn't just like he. It was like he blew her off, and it was like later. He was like, "Tell me when you're available next week, so we can see each other again," which I liked. That is good, and you did that, and here we go. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And here we go. Um, our guest has arrived. Oh, Melora Harden is here. Uh-huh. If you you have a chance, wait before the guest comes in. Go ahead. We've been getting a lot of questions in the Facebook group about the status of Becca's mojo, and I feel like we need to, like... Have we? Yeah. Great. <laughs> mm. The mojo is back, but it's been back for a, a, a while. I feel like I've talked about this. Um, I feel like people... I posted... So, the other day, I heard from um, Robert texting me, just, like, because he had... He was hungover. And he said it reminded him of that. It, he thought about the night that I was face down on the bathroom floor and it made him feel better about himself for being as hungover as he was. And so I posted the screenshot of the text on my Instagram story and I marked up, it, it said Bob, like his name. That's, that's what he is in my phone. And I marked it out, but I didn't mark it out all the way. You could see the bottom of the B, the O, and the B. Mm-hmm. And people immediately were like, Robert, 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 and like posted it in the Facebook group and stuff. So I feel like I needed to address it. But Robert and I still talk as friends occasionally. So, you know, everyone can relax. There's not a reunion romantically. So, yeah. I, I did see that as well. I picked up on it when you posted on your story. And then when I saw it in the Facebook group. I was like, wow. Because I thought it really took me a minute to like, Put two and two together. I, delete, I mean, I deleted it because I was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize. I didn't even realize that it was so noticeable and that people would be like so yeah. fascinated by it. Listeners of this podcast go deep. Yeah. There's no question mm-hmm. about that. What are the chances of, mean, yeah, of you having a romantic re- re-engagement with him someday, do you think? Do you yeah, think it's 50-50? I don't know. I would never say never. I still like, I think we really care about each other. So I, I'm not like never, but. You know, I, not right now, but so I, I feel know. like that means it's going to happen, right? If you're open to it. No, oh, I am. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll tell you who is open to it. I feel like he it will always be in love with Becca. That's what I'm saying. So then it seems like that's going to happen someday. When the timing is well, right, it's all about timing. Timing is everything. Who knows? But I, you know what? I've learned in my life: you can really never say never. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> okay. We will leave it at I've that. I've learned in my life you and, can and, never And your AirPods never. are okay? Here's I know they the went thing. through the wash. Guys, my AirPods are, I don't, like I said, I don't know if they advertise this, so 
they might advertise them as waterproof. But when I pulled them out and saw that I left them in the pocket, I almost cried. And then I put them in just like new. Cleaner, I think. Fresher. <laughs> wow. Those suckers are resilient. I take them on runs and I sweat profusely. I need to get great. some of those. And the, the pods that the string. Right? Like I didn't know you were there and everyone loves the video of you singing on. Yes. Uh, oh. Hillary Duff. <laughs> You're a star. <laughs> I was uh I was surprised to see that video, see the light of day. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of, I'm like can't believe she announced her pregnancy the day after our podcast. Like, couldn't she have done that like with us? I know. I could have really used that teaser for my swipe up. Yeah. <laughs> Hillary Duff, way to bury the lead. Yeah. I mean, who keeps their personal life personal anymore? Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm super excited about our first guest. You know, you should do yourself a favor if the name Melora Harden is not it doesn't leap to mind. Google her because when you see her, you're like, oh my gosh, she's in. And then you fill in the blank with your favorite movie or television show of all time because she's mm-hmm. in everything. That's a great point. And the bold type is coming out. It's about to start again. It's season two. And what's crazy is season one shocked me with how good it is and how relatable it is. Easton, what is your Melora Hardin uh, uh, checkpoint? My point of reference is she played Lorelai, who was Billy Ray Cyrus's love interest in the Hannah Montana movie. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I I... <laughs> That's right. The I think I got to go. Crowley Corners. I got to go to the office, I think, as far as my personal Melora Hardin. And you know she's on Transparent, which is like that award-winning show. She's I know her everything. from the bold type. She's also in uh, 17 again, which is, oh, she's in, <gasps> yeah. We know her from, we, we all know her. We all love her. She we was on Scandal. She was on Gilmore Girls. She was on. Yeah, and she was on Gilmore Girls, which is pretty iconic. Everything. Was, so tell us about Man Crates, and then we'll get her in here. Well, you know what? Holiday's coming up, right? Father's Day. Father's Day. And I think this is the perfect gift. Yeah, it's ideal. We always talk about it's so hard to shop for men. Tanya. You're going to maybe be shopping for a man soon, like on a regular basis. Oh, you think with, for Dr. W? I yeah. wonder if you, I wonder if they have, um, uh, like a, um, surgical, surgical man crate. Well, let me or see something. what I can find. <laughs> I'm going to go to mancrates.com. Let me see what I can find. Um, but this Father's Day, you can give your dad a gift that he's guaranteed to love with man crates. It's a hand picked and packaged gifts for every type of dad. So there's like a knife making kit for the hands on dads or there's a whiskey appreciation crate for fathers who like you know drinking whiskey um (laughs) most gifts ship in sealed wooden crates with a crowbar so that he gets to pry his man crate open in front of everyone and like when's the last time you gave your dad a gift he needed to crowbar he needed a crowbar to open it's been a while it's been a while ever never um, plus, every man, man crate comes with 100% satisfaction guaranteed. So get your special Father's Day discount today at mancrates.com slash Becca. This is a limited time offer only for Father's Day. So go today. That's mancrates.com slash Becca. Mancrates.com slash Becca. I don't have a doctor crate. Is he into beer? No, I don't think so. I guess I'd probably do the wine one for him. He doesn't have a mustache. There's so many options here. I bet you could find 10 he would love. Yeah, I guarantee you could find something for him. Guaranteed. Uh, Guaranteed. Okay, our guest just walked in. Melora Hardin, welcome to the podcast. Yay. Thank you. Thank you. Hi, Melora. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm so sad I'm not in the studio. 
to meet you in person. I know. Where are you? I'm in North Carolina. Oh, okay. Is that where you live? No, I live in L.A. I just inconveniently was gone today. Oh, Why okay. are you in North Carolina? Okay. We never really covered that. I'm visiting a friend out here. Oh. <laughs> That's nice. Good for you. Yeah. Got to take some downtime. That's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sometimes good. I have a lot of it, but it, there's extras always good too. <laughs> I have a lot of it, but extras always good. That needs to be the quote of the day. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, we are very excited. Um, the Bull Type. Yes, yes. I'm obsessed with the show. Good. Can I tell you the main reason why I love it? Yes, please. I feel like the girls. It, oh, they always um, come to like a resolution together and they're always helping each other. Like there's not, it's very female, female. And like, I was scared of you in the beginning. Like I was like, oh, she's going to be mean to them. And you're not, you're like the complete opposite. You like really empower them. And I think it's really cool. And it sends a really good message mm-hmm. to the girls that are watching the show. Yeah, absolutely. Because yep. I think a lot of times, you know, there's a, a misconception that, you know, um, and I think it was like this for a long time. Like fe- women didn't want to help other women below them because they were scared of their own right, s- their own spot, and they kind of wanted to keep them at, at arm's distance. Yeah. And I think that that's such like a bad stigma, especially now in, in this time. Yeah, I mean, it's it's not anything that I know. Uh, you know, as far as I know, all the people in my life, all the women in my life, are are absolutely there for me and have always been there for me. And I and the main reason I wanted to do this um, this part is that the that the character is a woman of power mm-hmm. who is also kind and has integrity and has grace. And all of those things are really, really important to be seeing on television, as you say, and to see women holding women up, mm-hmm. to, see, to see, you know, women um, empowering one another and, uh, and, and communicating and collaborating well with each other. And even if you don't like each other, you know, even if you don't like someone totally. or even if you don't, you know, or you think that as the boss, you, you think that someone's underperforming, there's a way to challenge people and to and to um, in a way that is kind and reasonable and fair and rather than, mm-hmm. you know, backstabbing. And I really don't I don't know a lot of women that that backstab, but I will say that. I think that women, um, if there's anything that's good that's come out of this administration, it's that women are really pissed off and that we're really galvanizing. And, and that's a really amazing thing that I think that's, that's as far as I'm concerned, the one positive thing that has come from this administration. But um, we don't have to go there. But, um, but I also think that the reason that women became stereotypically backstabbing is because of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Because the, we were we were not represented mm-hmm. in the culture and in the job force or the workforce uh, as fifty percent of the population, which is what we are. We were we were sort of forced into a position of fighting for a position because there was only one right. out of fifteen mm-hmm. or twenty. Yeah. Do you know what's crazy? My so my doctor, um, she is. I think she's like. I don't want to mess this up. I think she's like seventy eight okay. years old. But she said when she was in medical school, out of the 70 in her class she was one of two women yeah and it was and it was because that's how many were let in and i'm like it's just crazy when you see like how times have changed yeah also at that time less were applying to be let in right right now it's so different melora i've heard you talk about so much the women you've always been around great women Mm. who were those women that influenced you or right encouraged you 
Was it writers or directors or producers or other actors or? Well, there's quite a few of them. I mean, I my, first of all, my mom, I would say my mom was, you know, uh, amazing at, 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 you know, just supporting and loving and being empowering. Um, and, and then, um, my, I was a very serious ballerina as, as a young kid starting at five and would have told you I was going to be a ballet dancer and that acting was my hobby. Um, and so I, I had incredible ballet teacher, um, from named Natalie Claire from Ballet La Jeunesse. Um, and, uh, she was just, wow, what, what a force. So, so I would say, I would say my dance teachers, and then I had some men too, male teachers that also were very, um, very supportive and, and just sort of taught me how to be graceful in the world, I think, not just graceful uh, when I'm dancing. And uh, and then, yeah, I, I mean, I had, uh, I remember having one of the first, you know, female directors on a show I did called Dirty Dancing, which was the series of Dirty Dancing. And um, yeah, I, I remember, you know, I, I'm trying to remember what her name was now, but I just remember being so... Um, amazed at her you know and and she was she was beautiful and she was smart and she was just sort of but kind and so I probably learned a lot more by example from her than it wasn't really like she was mentoring me but mentoring by example Mm -hmm. I think a lot of women in my life mentored by example Mm -hmm. which I try very hard to do for the for the the people on our set even now I try to hold that as you know even though my character is a mentor I try to I try to just take it seriously that I am that I am actually representing something and life does imitate art and art does imitate life mm-hmm. in this particular case. I know because the, the girls in the show, they get, I mean, they get in fights and things that happen with your girlfriends, but they always come around yeah. and they like it. I don't know. It's really, really cool to see. Yeah. They, they find a way to, to communicate and collaborate and be loving. And you know, that's, that's what all my girlfriends do. Like we all, right. We, yeah. we can, we can disagree. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't it be great if yeah. our, if our political <clears throat> environment was like that, where you could actually disagree and you can actually have conversations that are balanced on both yeah, sides. Yeah, I mean, of, it almost—it yeah. kind of seems impossible right now. It'd be, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I was thinking, like, uh, you know, I always hear people talk about like women, you know, cutting each other down and and competing. And I'm—I I think it's made me realize how lucky I am because I'm the same way. Like, I look around at all the people, the women in my life, and everyone's so supportive of each other and encouraging, and you know, like there for each other. So it's hard to imagine anything else yeah and I think but I think that that that's part of what's important about the show is that Mm -hmm. is that we are showing an example of that we're showing an example of a boss who's who's holding the whole and you know universe of Scarlet magazine in a way that is that has integrity we're showing you know three young people that are coming up in the world and dealing with their challenges together and I think that I do think that it's there is a responsibility. I'm not saying that we can't just um, have candy, you know, candy kind of content mm-hmm. sometimes too. But but I do feel like as an actor, for me, and then coming from Transparent and learning that how, just how meaningful it is to do entertainment that to to be part of entertainment that is doing good in the world as right. well as good entertainment, changing culture, changing culture, mm-hmm. and that and that we are supposed to hopefully reflect that, but not just reflect that. We also need to set an ideal, and then and then and we want we want our show is 
very much realistic. It is current. It is modern. It's mm-hmm. also inspirational. It's and, very and we want people to inspire to those kinds of relationships with their women friends. It makes uh, Chelsea Handler told me this quote. This was like years ago. This was when I first started the morning show with Ryan. And I asked her what the greatest advice she ever got and was. she's amazing. She's amazing. And she, she said, um, never, she said, there's room for everybody. Yeah, that's never right. Never feel, never have that sort of, yeah. that feeling towards anybody. And I'll never forget it. Mm-hmm. Because it really kind of changed the game for me. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, that's what's great What's interesting advice. I've been dealing with a lot lately is trying to be the work me in my relationship. Mm. Because the work me is like confident and surrounded by great people. And I'm like learning and accepting how people are. And then in relationships, it's I think women, we lose ourselves and go off the rails and like, Pick me like me. And in work, I'm never like that. So, right, so right. I think that's why the show really resonates because you see them in all aspects. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. It really is a fascinating show with a little candy. But when you oh, watch yeah, it, there's yeah. candy in there. There's yeah. candy, but candy. you go a little more. I mean, what's that? Potty. I'm going to yeah, forget I don't his know name. His is his name. name Sam Page or am I making that up? That's Sam Page. Is yeah, he single? Is, is he married? Hot. No, he's married. <laughs> he's married. He has uh-huh. kids. Just about to have twins. I see him with his <laughs> wife and kids at the country mart. He's so babe. I'm like, yeah, wow. Yeah, it's too bad. I always tell him, Sam, if you could just work on your jawline a little bit, the show would be uh, much better off. Good on his wife. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know someone's like hitting you in that spot when you Google him. You're like, oh. Who's that? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty gorgeous. He is. Where do you guys film the show? We film in Montreal, Canada. Mm -hmm. So interesting to me wherever all these shows are filmed. That does seem random. Yeah, it's so random. I know. It really seems like New York. Do you do exteriors and stuff in New York? We do. Yeah, we do. It does Mm -hmm. really feel like it. Yeah, yeah. I always wonder about that. Do you have to go out of order when you do that? Because. You don't we go always for, go out of order. Yeah. Every show I've ever been on. <laughs> oh, okay. You don't ever shoot anything in yeah. order. I'm always on fascinated television. on Grey's Anatomy when they shoot scenes outside in Seattle. Right. But they'll be across different episodes. And I'm like, boy, that's got to be so confusing. Because they're not yeah. going up there for every episode. They're going no. up there once and shooting mm-hmm. everything for the season. That's I right. always find an actor's life so interesting because, so you live in L.A. I do. Based in L.A. But mm-hmm. then you go to shoot the show in Montreal for how many, three months, four months? Four months. And then. And then back to back, back to your house. Yeah. It's like, it's so weird, the, the the life of an actor because mm-hmm. you just kind of get plucked out. You get put into a new city for three or four months to film whatever and then just back to your life. Yeah, I always say we're still gypsies. We just travel in uh, airplanes now instead of covered wagons. Yeah, <laughs> it's so interesting. Yeah. And your yeah. parents were actors, right? Yes. So yeah. you, this is your whole life. Yeah. You were a my... kid when you were first I started on TV. when I was six professionally acting. Wow. Yeah. Did you have a passion for it or did they, did they? Oh God, no. I begged and begged and begged and they were like, really? Oh. And they thought, oh, okay, we'll let her go on 10 auditions. If she doesn't get anything, we'll ease her out of the business. And I, I got the first thing I went on, of oh, course. Wow. <laughs> That's really hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were worried about me dealing with rejection, but I really didn't deal with a lot of rejection. And then the rejection I dealt with, I guess I just... I don't know, because I was so focused on ballet, I think, that mm-hmm. for me it was just fun. It was so fun mm-hmm. to act. <laughs> Did you ever have to face rejection? Like, was there any? Was there ever a role that oh, God, you yes. didn't get that it kind of still, not haunts you, but like you kind of look back and you're like, dang, that would have been a good one? Well, I mean, it doesn't haunt me, but, you know, I was cast in Back to the Future, and it was a two-picture deal, and, and um, Eric Stoltz was playing the Michael J. Fox part, and then Michael J. Fox... Eric got fired two weeks in and we'd already shot publicity stuff. And and actually, I just found out because they're writing a book about Back to the Future right now. And I found out just about a year ago when I was doing the interview for the book 
um, that it was, and this is relevant to the show, um, that it was the female executives uh, that Bob Zemeckis and Bob Gale both didn't mind the fact that I was taller than Michael J. Fox, but the female executives thought it was emasculating for him to have a girlfriend that was taller than him. No way. And I was 17 years old and it was, you know, it was heartbreaking. Yeah. And, um, and, you know, Steven Spielberg and, you know, Bob Zemeckis and Bob Gale and, and, uh, yeah. So looking back and, and if you think about that, so let's see, um, I'm, what am I? I'm 50 now and it was, I was 17. And so whatever year that is, what is that? 1984 or something or something like that. So you look at that time and you think about women at mm-hmm. that time and you think about two female executives who've had to scratch their way to the top and feel like they've got the only two slots up there. I'd love to talk to those women actually. And, and, and that they're, and now they're, that they buy into the culture. And that's another thing that right. I think the bold type is really doing beautifully is that we are breaking that we're breaking that social commentary or that social, what is that word that, that collective unconscious that, that women and men buy into that is saying that women are limited because, and it makes a man less ma- you know, it masculates a, a young man to have a woman stand taller than him physically just a physical picture of that being that it's a visual medium you could see that you know that they're like oh you know just he's not as sexy not that michael j fox was ever selling sexy because that's not what he was ever selling they probably felt like they had to say that but they had all the men in the room that's that's right and that that and that they were the ones that fought for for me to go because of my height, mm-hmm. I was they use like apple crates and stuff like that. Like they had tricks that they would do to make well, it seem and, more yeah, even. Come on, I mean, there's the a lot of male reasons. stars out there. That, yeah, he's five, you know, five like, like yeah, yeah. Like Tom Cruise stands on a, you know, I don't know. Does he always cast a woman? That's you know, he's not a very tall man. Right. I don't know. So the point being that, um, you know. Looking back, it, it was a crushing blow in the moment, as you can imagine, and floods of tears, but. The trajectory of my life would have been different. I right. wouldn't. I wouldn't have done the office. I wouldn't have done transparent. I wouldn't be on this show. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be doing these things. And and um, there's other things I'm doing that are creative things. And you know, directing a documentary. And I'm also, you know, I'm writing a book. And these are things that probably wouldn't have happened because mm-hmm. it. Well, other things would have happened. Right. When one door closes, yeah. and another others um, open. Uh, yeah, probably more than one opens. Yeah, yeah. a bunch of windows open. Or yeah, what right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. You have such a pretty smile. Oh, thank you. Mm-hmm. You really so do. Nice. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you Is it still a stressful <laughs> job? After all these years in the business, your whole life, do you still have str- like a gig ends and you're like, oh, what's the next thing going to be? Because I think that'd be something. That's never been a stress that I've felt. I don't know wow. why. I just don't. I don't relate to that one because I don't think like that. I guess, yeah. and I, and I just sort of feel like there's there's opportunities or there's always opportunities, and that I also make opportunities. And I don't know. I just right, that's right. not really the stress. For me, the stress is really being apart from my family. That's a big stress. And it's actually more of a stress now than it was. I'm you know, sure. certainly I used to be uh, that used to be one of the most joyful things about my job was the traveling and mm-hmm. the and the, you know, and the planting in another city and starting, uh, you know, creating new relationships and friendships and whatever. Uh, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. In fact, it's very difficult. So you're married. How many yeah. kids? Two kids. Nice. Yeah. Ages? 
Um, 13 and 16, two girls. That's a tough time to be away for Both months. actresses. Oh, God. <laughs> and I say to them all the time, I we had a, a family meal, you know, uh, when I came back. I was kind of bouncing back and forth as much as I could last in the last four months. And and I, uh, and I said to them, I said, you know, I made a toast to the family. And first of all, thanking my incredible husband who literally holds up the world when I'm gone and does it with joy in his heart and a smile on his face. Um, but also my children. Like I said to them, if you guys were big messes, if you were just, you know, just a mess yeah. and unhappy kids flailing all over and into this and doing all these things that I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be able to do what I would, what I do because I would always choose my family first. I would always choose my kids. And I just like, it's thank God you guys are awesome. You guys are that awesome. That comes from good parenting. So you well, should be really proud. Thank you. We try, we try hard. Wait, how did you and your husband meet? We met at a rap party of a movie I starred in. And he, so just randomly? Well, yeah, ran, kind of, yeah, pretty random. He came with a, with a woman uh, that had designs on him. I think she was the script supervisor and I think she had a crush. And oh, so he had brought a date to this party. Well, she had the the script supervisor had brought him okay. as her date, okay. I think, or at least maybe hopes of oh. it, of it being a date, which shattered after mm-hmm. he saw me. Is it love at first? Was it love at first sight? <laughs> kind of was a movie moment. I have oh to admit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so exciting. It's kind of a movie moment. Yeah, and he plays my husband on the show. <laughs> my real husband oh, plays. Know that. Yes, no yeah. Way. That's my real husband. Yeah. I remember your dinner in the office, your little yeah. dinner party in the yeah. office. Yeah, and What's that dinner party come? in the office, I just want to tell you a little tidbit that's pretty fun, which is that that dinner party in the office, we shot on a Sunday because there's there's one location we can only get on Sundays in Montreal. And so our weekends are Fridays and Saturdays, and we work on Sundays. And so this Sunday, this last Sunday was um, our real my husband Gildert Jackson and I our real 20th wedding anniversary uh-huh. and it happened to fall on Sunday June 4th and that was the day that we filmed Ian and Jacqueline celebrating their 20th wedding oh, anniversary oh, in the oh. office <laughs> so that was just I hope weird they gave you real food instead of like tv <laughs> fake painted food no they didn't <laughs> oh. that's really sweet so does he go to montreal to shoot obviously when yeah when he's but working, he's not obviously. there like with the whole time with you no okay. just when he's working he comes do you yeah. like that a little bit the alone do time? i like that yeah. a little? oh the alone time oh yeah. i thought you meant when he comes oh, no, no, i was no, like no. yeah like, i love it, it when he comes <laughs> i hate the alone time when you're away is that oh uh, she was saying she used to like it but not now <laughs> oh god yeah yeah it's you know i mean i can't tell you i, mean, I had a, a mom at school when when i told her i was going away for four months and you know oh. and i was sad to be away from the kids and, and gilder and he's like, he's like god i wish somebody would pay me to leave my kids in my family. <laughs> 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 but i really don't feel that way i really really actually really really like them <laughs> Lucky. and they're my main playmates so i feel sad because i don't have my playmates <laughs> One more. I have a question. What, what do you get recognized for the most in airports and oh, stuff? You have one. such a long <laughs> IMDb page. What is the number one thing people say? Oh, you're from this. Yeah, the office. It is yeah, the office. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Like no, several times every day. Oh, wow. <laughs> but isn't that the goal to get something like that that people remember you for? Or is it annoying because you've done so much you don't want no. them to focus on that? No, nothing's annoying about that. It's wonderful. And I don't know about the goal. I think the goal is to do really interesting, creative work all the time and continue doing that but the fact that i that i'm that i have played a very iconic character that's become iconic on a show that is 
iconic and enjoyed by several generations and by now a cross-section of people and so many young people. I have so many young fans. I love it. More rabid than the first wave of fans. Um is amazing mm-hmm. is amazing and yes it's not it's not to me it's not like i don't look at that like oh that's the actor's dream at all but i do it's a wonderful perk of the job i mean i really for me an actor's dream is is doing creative work mm-hmm. and doing and continuing to expand as an artist because that's what i connect to and that's really where my passion is the fact that i've ended up on a a few like a series of shows that are speaking to people and really making their lives better and different and opening people's minds and hearts with transparent and making people laugh and heal with the office. And now with, with the bold type, I think saying really important things about women that aligns with, with my, you know, personal beliefs and really elevating women and women helping women and empowering them. I mean, that's just like icing on the cake. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, how do you, uh, do you work out? Like, how do you stay in shape when you're I do. Well, when I'm in Montreal, I work out a lot because I have nothing else to do um, (laughs) except work. Um, But yeah, no, I work. I have a trainer in in Montreal that I love. Really wonderful, um, amazing trainer and really nice person. And I have a trainer here that I work with, but I also dance when um, I I take a couple dance classes a week as Mm -hmm. much as I can, especially here. And I do Pilates mat class. I'm an amazing Pilates teacher. I love. Oh, you really? I, I like classes. Spectrum. I like classes. But you know what you would really enjoy? What? Beach body. What's beach body? <laughs> so let me tell you. Tell me about beach body. Because I tell you right now, I'm not doing anything in a bikini on the beach. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm not. So it's beach body on demand, and it's an easy to use streaming service that gives you instant access to a wide variety of super effective workouts that you can do from the comfort of your own living room. Twenty four seven. So okay. they have a lot of different things. Like like you I were had saying. the five minute workout for a while. Yeah, yeah they I have like P- they have P ninety X Insanity twenty one day fix, uh, Brazil butt lift, hip hop abs. There's a lot of like dance things that you can do. Yoga kind of just like cool. spans all type of working out. So whether you have five minutes, ten minutes, thirty minutes, there's mm-hmm. a program for you, and you can get to work out on your schedule. So workouts are as short as ten minutes. I already said that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Becca, you want to jump in here? <laughs> anyway, it's a, it's a cool app is what you're saying. Yeah. It's a cool app. What's it, what the heck's it called then? Um, so it's the best deal in fitness and our <laughs> listeners of, of Scrubbing In with Becca Tilly can try it absolutely free. Is this like a commercial break? <laughs> <laughs> I thought so. So um, right now you can get a special free trial membership when you text Becca to 303030. You'll get full access to this entire platform for free. All the workouts, the nutrition information, and the support, totally free. Again, you just text the word Becca to 303030. And you get it, yeah, for free. And you try it out. Try it out. And, you go, and what I like about it is it because works. it's... it's it's um, the workout and the nutrition guide. Right. Because it's, what do they good. say, abs are made in the kitchen? Yeah, but then you got to like, you got to, yeah, I mean, it's 65% what you eat. And, totally. I think and, it's more than that. Um, I feel like yeah. it's like 85% what you eat. Yeah. I just got to yeah. figure out yeah. these arms. What's going on with these arms? You know Come what? On. With women, you got to do your arms every day. Yeah. Every day. What? Just really? a little something, something. Just a little something, something. You don't have to do, you can do like little push-ups on the desk. 
lean like a little plank on the, you know, yes, the, the push-ups on the push-ups on the desk. I, I you know, actually, a ten-minute plank every, you know, few hours. I'm a telling ten you, minute? you can hold a plank for Wait, ten minutes. No, I didn't say that. Did I? <laughs> yes, I, was like, I? I did say that, yes. but I didn't mean that. I was like, that's oh my really god, I'm crazy. I did not mean that, guys. <laughs> wow. That's I can, insane. I can barely go a minute. No, a thirty-second plank. Okay, <laughs> a thirty-second plank. I think I, I think I meant like ten. I'm insane, you guys. I'm tired. I don't know what I'm talking about. Anyway, a 30-second plank every, I don't know, three times yeah, a day? Yeah, you got to do those arms every day. Cause then I you got to squeeze everything. I actually Googled last night, how do I fix these arms? And a thousand million bajillion things came <laughs> Too out. Too many yeah. things. That's why you got to just do the easy thing. Like, I'm telling you, just some push-ups on this desk right here. Or even just like getting, uh, what are they called, like wrist weights and just kind of going like this. I ordered a five-pound weight from Amazon. Yeah. I got okay. a real arm kick last night. That's my life. Good. Yeah. Yeah. That's Amy, good. Did you actually Google... What do I do about these arms? A hundred percent. And it totally worked. Like it came right up. I got two videos. I wrote it down. She said, do the scissors, do the up, down. It knew what you meant. A hundred percent. It's the most random like- question. And it knew what you meant. It's so interesting. Cause it's like, I even sometimes I like, cause I used to box and yeah. I thought my arms were in such great shape when I was boxing. And I still felt like I had the the chicken waddle. Like I was like, what goes on? Well, a healthy muscle is when it's relaxed in a relaxed state, it moves. I mean, your oh. thighs do that. Your ass does that. You're, you know, that's a healthy muscle. You oh. don't want a muscle to be like frozen. That's not <laughs> right, a healthy like muscle. Like always up that's here. a steroid, a steroid <laughs> muscle. Plus, you're. Oh, it's nice. You're a woman. You don't want to be like hard, like a rock. You want to be soft. I agree. Yeah. But I and be able little, to be toned, soft and toned. Yeah, yeah. tone, tone, tone. <laughs> Eat well, tone up. Up and a healthy muscle stuff. Okay, well you when seem it's beach body. Here I come. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> of um, course. You seem like a very well-rounded human. <laughs> well, thank you very much. So we have listeners that that um, send in questions that okay. they like for us to answer. Good. And I feel like you would have a really good perspective on some of these, considering you're uh, much more well-rounded than Becca or I. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll do my best. Wow, I'm not even there to like. It's not even fair. You but can't even fight against you're that. You're not one. even offended by that. <laughs> I'm not, because it's true. It's true. <laughs> uh, Mark, where would you like to start? Uh, how about the secret gym admirer? Okay. Uh, Stephanie, last week she left the gym. She found a sticky note on her card. On her car. There it is. It's on the note itself. You're really cute. I promise to finally say hi next time in person. Your secret crunch admirer crunches the gym. Mm-hmm. Hope I have the right car. So she's a little confused by this. She mentioned it to a guy there named Jordan. He says that looks like Ezra's ha- handwriting. Ezra works there. Should she approach Ezra or not? Because she doesn't really know if that's actually his or not. Well, he says, I promise to finally say hi next time in person. So that's his that. job. He didn't do that. Yeah. What? He didn't do it. She didn't go back and he didn't. He has nothing. Said- it's been silence from everybody. No one said a word about ownership of this note. Oh. Well, then I think she could, uh, well, I mean, two things. Does she, she knows who Ezra is and she likes him or thinks he's cute? I think she's fine with him, yes. She's okay, so if Ezra. she likes Ezra, then I go right up to Ezra with the sticky note and I go, hey, Ezra, did you put this on my car? <laughs> and Ezra goes, no, I don't even know what that is. Okay. That's awkward. That's what she's trying to avoid, I think. But, what? But you're saying, what That's, do you have to lose? What's awkward about There's that? There's nothing to lose there. If she likes Ezra, she goes to Ezra and says, did you put this note on my car? If he doesn't. If he didn't, he didn't. If he did, he did. And you're done. Yeah, and if he didn't, maybe he says, 
oh, well, I wish I would have. Right. What are you doing Friday right. night? Yeah. Or she And she goes, and he goes, well, what if I did? And then she goes, I would, that's why I'm here. <laughs> I would like to accept your invitation. I would like to accept your invitation. Tanya's and then it's cute. Not usually the one to say go for it. Tanya wants to be pursued. Yes. I like to be pursued. But I'm also in the, like, what do you have to lose? Right. No, Tanya's totally more the one to say go for it. I'm the one who's like, no. It is true. It. Becca holds me back a little bit that way, but <laughs> I appreciate it because I'm like. Tanya, I really came through for you this weekend with my tactics. So yes, this is I true. Need some credit. This is true. She really, it's a good balance. Becca's really <laughs> one, one, like she's a lot that way and I'm a lot this way. So okay. we always think that the two of us together would make a really balanced human. Okay, good. <laughs> so, Stephanie, go for we'd it. We'd be Melora. <laughs> yeah, basically, basically we'd be you. Okay, perfect. This is a good question from Maddie. She says, is going to a strip club considered cheating? Oh, interesting. Here's the backstory. I've been dating a guy two years now. Back in December, he went out for a friend's 21st birthday party. We're 23. My boyfriend comes to my house, very nonchalantly drops the fact that they went to a strip club. Now, mind you, we were texting the whole night because I was out with my friends as well. He chose not to tell me during texts and then casually brings it up in person. I didn't make a big deal out of it, but I did ask why he didn't tell me. He says, no, 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 it's 3 a.m. We were drunk. It's no big deal. Three months later, he confesses that he bought a lap dance. My heart sank. Is that considered cheating? I'm more upset about the fact that he lied to me about it because now I feel like I don't know what else he's going to confess to. Or is he in the wrong for paying for something he could get for free at home with someone who loves them? And then she said, P.S., when I read this email over in my head, I could hear it in Mark's voice, and it soothed me. Isn't that sweet? <laughs> that is really sweet. That is nice. Um, I have thoughts, but go ahead. I would actually like to hear from you first, because my initial knee-jerk reaction is like, I don't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> Mark, what do you think? Well, we should let our guest go first. Yeah. Oh, Melora, what do you think? <laughs> I mean, I look at the facts, ladies and gentlemen, and they're 23 years old. And who didn't go out and get drunk when they were 23 years old and be in a relationship and not tell all the truth, but then confess to the person to see how the person's going to react. And that can either deepen your relationship or that can end your relationship. And it sounds to me like she's thoughtful and she's sort of like, so I think she should talk to him about it. And she should say, well, I'm a little hurt that you lied, but I kind of understand that you lied because you were drunk and it was 3 a.m. and you were out with your friends and it was a bachelor party and what 23-year-old guy wouldn't get a lap dance at 23 when they're totally drunk at a bachelor party? Personally, I can't imagine one that wouldn't. And I don't think it's cheating. I don't. I, but that's me, guys. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm a person who is like, bring it up, talk about it. We're human beings. We're all allowed to have mistakes. And also consider where you are in your life. Consider where you are. Consider what the relationship is. That is Cons- true. At 23, interact. I think I was like making out with like five people a night. I mean, come on. Right? I mean, for real. I like that he could have kept it a secret and never told her anything. So the fact that even though he maybe didn't say it the night of, the fact that he brought it up eventually and was honest with her, I mean, he could have sweet. I think he cares. Is there a difference between going to a strip club? And paying for a lap dance. Because going to a strip club, like, hey, they were all going. I didn't want to be that guy that said, no, I can't. But it's a, it's it's an overt act to purchase a lap dance, yeah. isn't it? And then like her thong. When you're is drunk, like, what's an overt? Well, that's I mean, true. isn't everything an overt act? I mean, I don't know. I haven't we? All, and then of course you can use that as an as a way of getting out of everything. It doesn't sound like he was using it to get out of something. Yeah. You know, you could easily say like, I don't even know what I did. I don't remember. How many times have I said to people, I don't remember kissing that person. 
<laughs> you know what I mean? Right. You know, when you remember, come on, you yeah, do remember. You kind of know what you're doing. You do know what you're doing. But I just, I don't know. I give him lots of space yeah, because I think what? I think it's cool that she's communicating about it. She's asking you guys. I think it's cool that he's communicating about it, that they could get deeper through that. They could use this as a way, an inroad into a deeper relationship. What I'm sensing from you is 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 grace and acceptance and I like it. <laughs> it's true though. Like we're so quick to People be like are hard, ah. too hard on each other. Like look, a real if you want to have a lasting relationship, you got to be able to talk. You yeah. got to be able to talk and you got to be able to go to the dark places together. You got to be able to be in in the fear, in the scary and, like, places. People make mistakes. We People can't we make mistakes. crucify them for these mistakes. I'm that's I'm, right. I, hate, I always hate it when people, when they cut me off or they like flip me off if I cut them off or, you know, I turn in front of somebody. I just think it's hilarious. I'm thinking to myself, really, you've never cut right. anyone That's off. You've right. never turned in front of someone. You know, we're driving in Los Angeles where there's a million and how many cars? I don't even know. Yeah. I just think it's it's. It's just silly to We've me. We've all made mistakes driving. We should be more yeah. understanding of other people's mistakes. A little mistakes more empathy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely a little, a little right. more empathy, a little more understanding, no, a little if more you tolerance. See him texting with one hand and a drink in yeah. the other. I mean, that's different, but right. we all have cut people yeah. off. Yeah. One more thing I want to say about this the question is going to a strip club considered cheating? Cheating is whatever you and your relationship establish to be cheating. That's yeah. right. Because everyone's got their own that's guidelines. That's where the communication needs to be. That's and right. If maybe that wasn't discussed before. Well, maybe now it is. And if you have an issue with it, you got to let him know because then in the future, it would be cheating. Yeah, good point. That's what I was going to say. Like if, she's, if he had no idea that she didn't like it and then he was like, oh, sorry, we didn't talk about that. And then she's like, I don't like it. And he's like, hey, I won't do it again. There you go. Or I think I might not be able to not do it again. How do you feel about me going once a year? Right. There's also those kinds of compromises. Oh. People don't have to be people don't have to be like Going black and white about year. everything. Life is not black and white, ladies and gentlemen. I know it's so true. I mean, cuz I I had an ex-boyfriend of mine that used to watch porn. Am I allowed to say that on here? Porn is fine. Okay. Um, it's not great for him, but it's fine. Well, for we the were show. doing long distance. Right. And so I kind of like it didn't bother me, but I've had friends I had friends that were like, "He does what? You let him?" Like, yeah. Long and I think that's your point, right? Is like yeah. whatever works for you as a couple. Some right. people can't make something work and some people can. And, right. and there's millions of ways to make it work. And it needs to be just something you agree upon. Right. Wow. I had a really great line in a movie I did called Soul Man. Some people might remember. Wow. Yeah. I said, no, there's no, there's no black and white, only shades of gray. Wow. wow. That really brings it full circle that's on a, this the podcast. Way, that's a movie that could never be made in 2018. Oh, my God. A guy. It could never and would never be made into. A guy pretends to be African-American to get into college. He takes a pill that turns his skin black, and he gets, oh. a, he gets a scholarship to Harvard because he's a minority. Wow. It was a mainstream comedy back in the 80s. Crazy. There is no black and white. There's only shades of gray. Yeah. Putting that on our... Yeah, it's Hashtag politically list. completely incorrect, but it was really a funny movie. <laughs> uh, Melora has to go. Oh, no. <laughs> That's sad. I can't stay all day, you guys. That is sad. Okay. Oh, that's sad. Uh, that was fun, though. I liked answering the questions. <laughs> I liked interacting with people. Um, thank like you. Talking. Thank you so much for um, so scrubbing welcome. in. Of make course. sure everybody, make sure you guys watch The Bull Type. Season 2 yeah, is... Tomorrow night it premieres. Premieres tomorrow night. Tomorrow night at 8 p.m. What is it? A- ABC a- Family. ABC Freeform. Family. Freeform. Freeform. Which is, yeah, family. not that ABC Family yeah, anymore. Sorry, Come TBT. On, it's 2018. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> and binge the first season so you're all caught up. Yeah, on great. Hulu you can do that and That's on great. Freeform.com. And this first season is fantastic. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty fun. And second season's going to just be even better. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, you guys. Bye. Thanks, Laura. Thank you. Sorry you weren't here. We'll do it next time in person. Okay, bye. I never get tired of that. I never get tired of meeting someone I've seen on TV for years. And it's still like, it's always exciting. Yeah. Mark was really giddy, Becca. I wish you could have seen it. Oh. She's been in everything. I could, tell. I could hear it. <laughs> yeah, she's pretty badass. Like, as long as we've been doing this show and the Seacrest show and celebrities come in all the time, but it's still, it's an exciting thing. It is exciting. Yeah, it is. She's pretty cool. She's not going to lie. I like her a lot. Um, do you know what else I like a lot? What else do you like a lot? I like me a FabFitFun box. Um, I love FabFitFun. It's a seasonal box with full-size beauty, fitness, and lifestyle products. And their summer box is epic. And it is here. So um, don't miss out because they'll sell out fast. So go to www.fabfitfun.com and use the code BECCA so you can save $10 off your first box, making it only $39.99. Again, that's fabfitfun.com. Use the code BECCA. And um, these are things that people in our Facebook group have loved in their boxes. Laura Jones, uh, she loved the free people eye mask, which I also really enjoy. Jamie Jones loves the summer box. She said it's amazing. Sally Tomala is obsessed with the summer box. And Marion Anglin, Anglin? Anglin, yeah. Anglin says if your birthday is coming up, ask your man for the FabFitFun box and don't forget promo code Becca. She That's did. That's what she did. Hilarious. Um, the Yumi Kim makeup train train case is in this box. Um, the Pure One Imports marble ring dish is in this. And the Summer and Rose Beach Towel, Tarte Beauty Products. So um, all you guys have to do is use the coupon code Becca for $10 off your first box at www.fabfitfun.com. Again, what's the promo code Becca? Oh, shoot. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. We are really just killing it today. Go to fabfitfun.com and use the promo code Becca. Becca. Wait, we have to countdown. We haven't gotten it right one time. It's been. It's t- it sounds it's... fine on this end. It probably doesn't to you. Oh, interesting. Okay, yeah. Great. Yeah. Uh, do you have time for um, a few more emails, Becca? Because I know you have busy uh, schedule in North Carolina. Busy, busy. Can I? Can we do one more, and then I have to go? Oh my gosh. Okay. Uh, well, first, I'm sorry. This is a quick one, but Tanya, yeah. you never told us, but the other guy that JoJo and Jordan tried to set oh, you yeah. up with, he heard the podcast when you talked about him. You never gave us the end of that story. Oh, yeah. Actually, uh, Becca and I talked about that. We were so surprised that a lot of people really um, globbed on to that mm-hmm. section of Elise the Elise co- sure did. Yeah. I got a lot of questions about. Um, so he heard the podcast, and JoJo and Jordan told us at Wango, right, that he wasn't, I guess he said he's not not interested. He's yeah, not like, not. I kind of got the vibe that he is interested, but he hasn't. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he is interested, but he hasn't made any moves. So that's kind of where we're at. Um, He heard the podcast and uh, I don't, I can't remember. It was just like he, he just said it was like an unfortunate situation that he brought this girl or whatever. And he was interested from what I heard, but hadn't, I think it was unfortunate that he had the other girl with him because he couldn't just leave her by herself the whole time. Like, he didn't really have a choice. Yeah. So I guess to to summarize where it left off, we still haven't seen each other again. He hasn't reached out. 
And you're taken, I'm as not, far as I'm concerned. Really? So you're, okay, question. Oh, uh, no, I don't, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not supposed to ask this question? No, no, you can ask. No, no, no. This guy reaches out today, mm-hmm. says, hey, I'd love to take you out this weekend. Do you go? Ooh. I know, because everything in me is saying I should go, because I'm not, I'm not in a relationship. I'm not mm-hmm. attached to anybody, so days. I should go. However, the, like, loyal person in me, just, I feel like I have a good thing going, so I wouldn't want to... Compromise it. Yeah. Similarly, let's say you're walking around West L.A., and you walk by a restaurant, and inside is Dr. W., on a date with another girl. Yeah. That would wow. I would think that would bother you. It would make me sad. Would make I you sad. would have no I would not be able to be mad about it. No, you have no leg to stand on there, right. but it would make you sad. So I think that's a reason you shouldn't go out with another guy because it would make Dr. W sad. At least hopefully it would, right? Right. You're right. Wow. Wow. Do you not agree, Becca? No, Becca's probably gonna tell me to go on the date. I think I just I don't I feel like Dr. W kind of told Tanya on their first date that he was, like, dating, you know? Like, it wasn't, like, he had told her that he had been on another date with a girl, like, the week before or something like that. Yeah. So my thing is, until you feel like he's not dating anyone else, why should she only be dating him? I don't know that he's seen anyone else since he went out with Tanya. Right. I don't know either. I don't either. I don't either. But if he's not, then definitely don't go on a date. But also, it's like, I don't know. I just want Tanya to, like, not put all her eggs in one basket. She has, she can put one egg, her best egg, in a special spot in the basket. It's but... such a nice basket, though. We love this basket so far. <laughs> I know. But... <laughs> I think she should have two baskets, and one for Dr. W, and the others just for, like, to be out there, putting Mm. other eggs in there. Such a nice basket. All right, one email. Here we go. Lauren, I went to high school with this guy who was always very overweight, and we called him the big funny guy friend. Oh, cute. We never knew each other well. We had mutual friends. Fast forward. After college, I'm at a wedding, and I see this dreamy guy. Turns out it's him. He got in shape. Great job. Great family. Great personality. Everything I've been looking for in a guy, except that he lives eight and a half hours away from me. But we hit it off at the wedding, talked regularly afterwards. I was not into it because of the distance, and he pushed for it. He convinced me. He'd come home once a month. We'd go on dates, spend time together, and then he'd go back. It's going on for about a year now. But now he says he doesn't know that we have a solid enough base to do the long distance. This broke my heart. I already felt like we were in a long-distance relationship, just to find out that he doesn't think it'll work right now. What do I do? If he agrees our connection is as good as we say it is, why wouldn't he want to try it? Would you wait for him because it might be worth it, or do you cut him off help? Mm. You know, from an outsider's perspective, it's easy to say, you know, move on. He's not into it. He's not into it. Eight hours doesn't help the situation. But when you're in something like that, well, actually, one of my best friends from high school, the guy that she was dating, she was, like, in love with him, and he ended up, I don't really remember the story fully, but I'm pretty sure he ended up breaking up with her, and he moved to either North Carolina or South Carolina, and she randomly was going there, and she he had just, like, cut things off cold turkey, like, didn't have any residual text or anything, and then she reached out to him because she was going to be wherever he lived, and they met up, and realized that 
he broke up with her based on a reason that he he thought it was the right thing to do. And when she reached out to him, it made him realize like he was still in love with her. And they're married now. Hmm. <laughs> okay. It's very convoluted. <laughs> what? Well, but I think her what she's saying is if it's meant to be, it'll be, right? Isn't right. that basically what you're saying? I'm just saying, like, if you really think it's the right thing, and I think you sometimes have to fight for things. But if he's just over it, he's not interested. Like, he's just, if he doesn't want to put in that. Because here's the thing. If he doesn't want to put in the effort, it's never going to work. Because there's eight hours, and that's going to take that's going to take a lot of effort from both sides. Yeah. I think, like, a relationship is two people. And I think it requires both people putting in equal amount of effort. And if that, if you're not getting that, it's not going to go anywhere. True. Yeah. I agree. I, I, yeah. I think the so eight and a half. So we telling her maybe just time to move on? I think so, yeah. just because it's eight and a half hours. I mean, that's a massive hurdle to begin with, and that's mm-hmm. cool that you hung mm-hmm. with that for a year, but now there's now that hurdle's just become insurmountable. Yeah. It's right. not a hurdle anymore. It's a mountain. It's, a, it's um, I was going to say, what are those things? A pole vault. It's not a hurdle anymore. It's a pole vault. Uh, <laughs> I'm, not sure. I'm not sure. It that doesn't makes sound sense. right to me. No, y'all pole vaulting where you have to jump over the big hurdle thing with yeah. a stick. Oh, oh, so it was like a high jump, and now it's a pole vault. Oh, Is that what you're I saying? see. It was a hurdle, like the little hurdles that you jump over on the track, and now it's a pole vault. It's gotten way bigger, <laughs> way harder. Got it. it was a wow. Hurdle, now it's a pole vault. Yeah, you can't. <laughs> no, I'm, no I'm, okay. I'm on board. I like it. <laughs> Uh, okay. Tanya uh, always gets away with her thing. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Becca, when are you coming home to me? Tomorrow, Angel. Oh, thank goodness. I know. I'll be home tomorrow. Well, that's great. But I do have to go. I'm so I'm so happy I got to do this. I was very worried about not being a part. No, we're thrilled that we could get you on the phone. I mean, um, <laughs> I'm thrilled. these one day a week jobs can be real tough logistically. So, you know, Mark. <laughs> Mark with the stinger. That was so good. Yeah, I feel like I've gotten roasted a few times a day. I don't know. It's like I'm not there to defend myself. They don't like hit me and all stab it at me. It's rude. I, I didn't say anything I wouldn't say to your face. True. Mark. I just said it to your ear. <laughs> that's true. Yeah. I do feel like face. I do feel like I just needed to tell Melora, our guest, that you and I are not balanced humans. But we're not she what? Seems, she seems to be. We're not very balanced humans. Right. I think I feel balanced. I feel like I don't feel like I'm well rounded. I oh. think that's what you said. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do need to mention that the California Pizza Festival is coming to Los Angeles. I was just pulling that out. Do you want to talk about it? Yeah, it's a two-day event. It features unlimited pizza from some of the world's best. Pizza Yolos. Yep. Like, and local beers from Golden Road Brewery, live entertainment, pizza, acrobatics, and much more. It's just two days only. And Angelinos have the chance to try some of the world's most famous pizza right in the heart of L.A. Yep. 786 Degrees Pizza from Sun Valley is going to be there representing. They're a national, international, multi-award winning restaurant serving Neapolitan pizzas by chef Pizza Yolo Ali. So get your tickets to California Pizza Festival this summer's Can't Miss event online now. It's www.calipizzafestival.com. And Cali is like C-A-L-I, you know, like Cali Pizza. Cali Pizza Festival. Yeah, CaliPizzaFestival.com. Okay. Uh-huh. Um, I need to do a couple of quick shout outs. There was the... Uh, 
There was the Columbus, Ohio meetup was this week. That was so cute. Yeah, so cute. That was great. Uh, I, you know, I wrote some down, and I think I overwrote them, and I'm sorry about that. It's but, okay. Uh, you know, we're all not in our tip-top shape I, today. I feel that for some reason. Yeah. Uh, I wanted to shout out to Corey Boyd in South Haven, Kansas, who is tiptoeing around her house right now so her two-year-old won't wake up during nap time. That's when she listens to this show. Uh, let's see. Christina Davis is driving to work at her office job at Disney in Orlando, Florida. Isn't that great? She works at an office Fun. at Disney World. She shouts me out because I was also a cast member. Cast member. Uh, Devaney Marsaw lives in Saudi Arabia. She moved there Ooh. from here, and she loves the podcast while her daughter naps. I mean, can you believe somebody's listening to us right now in Saudi Arabia? That's amazing. Eve Barbasil is listening in Argentina. Wow. It's crazy. Wow. Yep. So thank you all for listening. We really appreciate it. Let's see. Uh, oh, here's thank one more. You. Blake Escobedo. Uh, this week, she is scrubbing in in Phuket, Thailand. Wow. wow. I wish I was scrubbing in in Phuket. Yeah, that's pretty great. That is pretty great. All over the world. All over the world. I love it. That so, is so I ran into some. I ran into some listeners last night at the movie theater, and it was a husband and wife, and they both listened. She got him to listen. Oh, that's so, so cute. What were their names? It's Nick and Francie, and they were so sweet. I actually met them in Panama City Beach, where my family lives, a few summers ago. I did like an event there, and I met them there, so they... They were here for a wedding, Aww. so we like, just randomly ran into each other. Nick and Francie, we love you. Yep. What movie did you see? Ocean's 8. It's so good. Oh, Wait, nice. really? It did really well. It's so good. I, the, it was casted so perfectly. I loved it. Wow, okay. All right, here we go. You want to do it North Carolina time today? Oh. Ooh, yeah. Let's get done. Oh. oh, shoot. What is um, it? Um, oh, oh wow, oh, Becca. Oh, wow. wow, Becca. 1533, is that right? That is right. 330? Yeah. Wow. Oh, Sorry, that was a fail. <laughs>